From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, October 1st. I'm Marco Werman. The war in Afghanistan grinds on, yet this soldier says it barely registers back home in the States. You know, it's, it's become just another, just another stopping point between the sports and the weather, and that's, that's not acceptable. And later, the historic covered market in Aleppo, Syria, is severely damaged in fighting there. We hear what made the market a global treasure. As you walk through, you can actually smell and breathe what it would have been like to actually walk through a market in the 13th, 14th, or 15th, or 16th centuries. PRI's The World is supported by Medtronic, hosting 25 global heroes at the Medtronic Twin Cities Marathon on October 7th. Join Medtronic Global Heroes on Facebook to celebrate these extraordinary athletes, all running with medical conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, or Parkinson's disease. The Medtronic Global Heroes, a diagnosis didn't end the run. And by WGBH, producer of Masterpiece. The saga continues at 165 Eaton Place, and the lives of masters and servants have never been so captivating as new arrivals make their mark, and dark secrets are revealed. A new season of Upstairs, Downstairs, Sunday, October 7th at 9, 8 Central, on PBS. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Three American soldiers were killed today in eastern Afghanistan. A man on a motorbike drove himself and his bomb into a joint U.S.-Afghan patrol in the market area of the city of Khost. Many Afghan soldiers and civilians were killed in the explosion as well. U.S. forces only resumed joint patrols last week. Those patrols had been suspended for a time because, you may recall, of the number of Afghan troops turning their guns on their allies. It's a tough story and a tough issue. But some veterans and current members of the military are concerned that in this election year, the war in Afghanistan and other defense issues are being ignored. Sergeant Jonathan Rabb touches on that in his recent post for the New York Times At War blog. Rabb is currently deployed in Kuwait with the New York National Guard. He's also a spokesman for the VETS group Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America. And uh, Sergeant Rabb, you write about this horrible silence when it comes to the war, what do you mean? Explain that. Uh, when I wrote that, I meant it uh, to refer to a couple different levels. Um, one is the personal. Pretty much throughout history, whenever soldiers or warriors have gone away from their civilization or nation, they've always felt a, a sense of distance, uh, and rightfully so. And when they return, a lot of times, especially in this most recent war, obviously, they have a hard time reconnecting with families and uh, friends or even society in general. So that's the first level. And the second level is something that I've noticed a lot more on this my second deployment, uh, especially during this presidential election, is that it seems that because the war has been going on so long and all these conflicts around the world that the U.S. military is engaged in, uh, a lot of people seem to have tuned it out, and it doesn't seem to be a, a primary issue, especially in regards to the presidential election. Kind of a, a war fatigue? Yeah, definitely. I think that's going on a lot. I mean, you mentioned the uh, the headlines, you know, they're they're horrific, they're awful, and a lot of times they refer to people that we might even know, or, uh, you know, uh, family members or friends or friends of friends. But uh, people tune it out. You know, it's it's become just another just another stopping point between the sports and the weather. And that's that's not acceptable. I mean, we should mention that you've uh, served previous deployments in Afghanistan. And I'm wondering when you do come back to the States, when you're on leave, do, do you feel that people want to know about what you're doing? 
Uh, I think it depends on the individual. Um, I was only in Afghanistan once, and I came back and uh, actually transitioned out of the military for about a year. Most of my family and friends definitely wanted to reconnect and definitely wanted to uh, talk with me about it. But there was definitely that, that reticence, that, that fear that they didn't want to offend me or bring up something that was uncomfortable. Well, you're, you're in Kuwait, as we pointed out. I'm just wondering, uh, you know, there's obviously no problem staying abreast of the news and, and seeing what's online. Right. Um, but uh, what's your take on the coverage of the, of the news headlines that, that affect you as a soldier? I mean, uh, what about what the candidates are saying about w- what you're doing right now? Well, one of the reasons I, I wrote the article is because I, I don't really see uh, either candidate really addressing what's going on in Afghanistan or our, our military policy, except in kind of like big, broad strokes. And I think that's a mistake. And I think a presidential election presents no better opportunity than to have that discussion. What exactly is our military accomplishing or aren't we accomplishing? What are, what are our goals? What's the end state? It seems like we've been at war for a decade on.